Welcome to the 12 Days of Edition Wars. In this year's series, we are taking a deep dive into the iconic spells of Dungeons & Dragons. What were they like at first? How have they changed? Are they better than ever? We're going to talk about all that and more. Okay, sir. So today's spell is Hold Person. Now, here's the interesting thing about Hold Person. Here is Hold Person in the OD&D book number one, Men and Magic. It says it's a spell similar to Charm Person, but which is of both limited duration and greater effect. It will affect from one to four persons. If it is cast at only a single person, it has the effect of reducing the target's saving throw against magic by negative two. Duration, six turns, plus level of the caster. So now, let's let's take a moment to look at this. This is a third level spell, okay? Charm Person is a first level spell, right? First level magic user spell. Here's what Charm Person says. Charm Person says, this spell applies to a two-legged, generally mammalian figure near to or less than man size, excluding all monsters in the undead class, but it including sprites, pixies, nixies, kobolds, goblins, orcs, hobgoblins, and gnolls. If the spell is successful, it will cause the charmed entity to come completely under the influence of the magic user until such time as the charm is dispelled. Okay? Okay. I, I want to get something in real fast about this. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, the way they are defining person is super interesting. Because <laughs> uh, kobolds and uh, orcs and goblins and gnolls and hobgoblins are, are persons. There are mammalian figures. Well, specifically, those are still humanoids now, but sprites, pixies, and nixies Mm -hmm. are all fae now. Yeah. And in 5th edition are not person. Right. (laughs) They've been unperson. Right. And that is a rule that drives me a little bit crazy. Uh, Yeah. Anyway. But back uh, to this. So so here's what... Right. Here's what Charm Person does. It makes it so that the charmed individual is completely under the influence of the magic user. Okay. And Charm Person is a first level spell. It's really powerful in in OE because you have to dispel it. It doesn't just it doesn't just end. Right. Yeah. Okay. So now if we come back to Hold Person, third level spell. Okay. So you're a much more powerful magic user by the time you can cast Hold Person. And here's what it says. It's similar to Charm Person. So it's going to put the affected individual under the under the the influence of the ma- of the magic user, right? Influence is the word they use. Okay. It's a very ambiguous term. Very ambiguous. But but it says it's however, it's an, a limited, more limited duration. So it doesn't just happen until forever. Until dispelling. And it has a greater effect, though, because it can affect more than one. So it's one to four. And if it only is cast at a single one, then it also affects their saving throw versus magic and makes them worse at making the saving throw, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So very interesting because this is not the conception of whole person that most players will know from the later editions, right? Most players would not say, oh yeah, whole person is like a charm, but better. Right. Right. And I don't think I know ex- anybody that would say so that. so far as, you know, a charm is a crowd control, but 
Sure. The thing you're right. getting out of that charm where you actually get yeah. to drive them around and make them right. do stuff for you. Yeah, right. that's, that's not right. Yeah. That's not part of it at all. Yeah. Now, unlike the last spell that we did, the this spell does exist in the basics. So it's in Holmes Basic. It is a uh, level two cleric spell, 120 foot range, duration six plus the level of spellcaster turns. Okay. Similar to, again, similar to a charm person spell, affects one to four persons, holds the persons or persons rooted to the spot unless released or the spell wears out. It tells us the duration is six turns plus the level of caster. If it's cast at one person alone, it reduces their saving throw by two. So now, same basic thing, except it holds them rooted to the spot. Let's take a look at charm person from uh, from Holmes here. And, and lowering it uh, and bringing it down by a spell level and giving it to clerics is substantial. Right. So charm person is a first level magic user spell. Okay, it says this spell applies to all two-legged, generally mammalian humanoids of approximately man size, including sprites, pixies, nixies, cobalt, golden arcs, hobgoblins, and all. Okay, so same same basic effect, right? It does not affect the undead or large monsters. If it's successful, it will cause the charmed entity to come completely under the influence of the magic user. Possibility of the entity breaking free from the charm later depends upon its intelligence. New saving throw will be made according to the. Okay, so that it goes into more detail about the saving throw but it's basically the same as the charm person from OE which makes right. sense cuz these the, were the, it needs to be know. said that the charm person you just read is very confusing about how many creatures it targets at a time um applies to all right that Definitely. just means it can it can affect them but if you if you look I, here it says this spell is successful it will cause the charmed entity that's a single. I think you could definitely interpret that as uh, a bunch of creatures make a save and all that fail their save are charmed. Um, maybe, except the whole idea of hold person being better because it can affect right. more than so, one so, so then goes away. Right. But so, <laughs> right. so understanding the text of charm person by reading the text of hold person is... Right. God awful. Right. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. No, no dispute about that. Right. No dispute about that. Um, but just to point out, so so now it still maintains that idea of, oh, this is similar to a charm person, but actually it's not, right? It's not at all. Yeah. Actually, it's not. I think they just left that in there. It's almost like a, a like a bad editing, bad copy paste job. Well, right? so, like they, they forgot so, to take that sentence out. <laughs> no, what that's doing is telling you where to go for a definition of a person. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. For who it affects. Yeah, yeah. And and the save, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah. I get that. But like it's still very unclear. Yeah. Right. right. Very unclear. But it does now say the person's rooted to the spot. So now it actually is more like the traditional hold. Very quickly became that. Because I think uh the hold person in the OD and D hold wasn't talking about a physical hold, it was talking about a mental hold. And yeah. here now it's now it has automatically already drifted into being a physical hold. This person is rooted to the spot and not uh, mentally held, like right, like in right. OD&D, right? And that was communicated so poorly in OD&D that one gets the sense that maybe they were just trying to figure it out and like this is what they well, this this I mean, was their solution to what that meant. Sure. I mean, well, let's let's go back to the OD and D. I mean, yeah, similar to Charm Person, 
right? Uh, and it doesn't but, say it doesn't. It, it just assumes you're going to treat it as a mental spell, just like John yeah. Person is a mental spell. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I don't think it was an accident. I think that I mean, was what it was meant to do. Yeah, I, I'm just saying if that was the intention, it was communicated so obliquely that even like the people Gygax handed off to for uh, other versions (laughs) of OD&D just missed it, just didn't understand that at all. We're not on that page. Um, I mean, I think J. Eric Holmes, who was a, you know, very intelligent person uh, thought that uh, it needed to be defined better. Yes, he was right. Yes, no, I'm I'm agreeing. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I I guess for me though, I'm I, I what I'm saying is I think he probably understood it, it to mean a physical hold rather than a mental one from the beginning. Even though I'm not sure that's what Gygax meant it to mean right. in in OD and I think this was interpretation thing, and I'm not sure that uh, that it was. I mean, uh, who knows? I don't know. I, I I wasn't there, so I can't really say. Let, let's let's move on and let's look at what uh, what BX D and D has uh, hold person in the Moldvay Cook BX is in the basic book, and it says uh, range 180, duration nine turns. The hold person. Good gracious, that's a long duration. Yeah. The, the hold person Whoa. spell will affect any human, demi-human, or human-like creature, and then it gives us a list. Bugbears, gnolls, gnomes, hobgoblins, kobolds, lizardmen, ogres, orcs, pixies, or sprites. Notice they dropped the word mammalian. Yeah. And, it's good uh, for those lizardmen. Right, which is good for the lizardmen and, and honestly, the pixies and sprites. Um, and they've added a few. They added gnomes and bugbears. Wait, p- pixies and sprites aren't, aren't mammals? Um, no, I don't know. Maybe I don't, are they? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, uh, they look like little, little, little humanoids with wings. So I was thinking more of Gricks, I guess. Oh, does, does that make them um, birds? No, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> smart. Uh, it will not affect undead or creatures larger than an ogre. And the victim of this spell must save versus spells or be paralyzed. So now they're actually putting the, the name paralysis to it right uh this yeah. spell may be cast either at a single person or at a group if cast at a single person that person must save versus spells with a penalty uh same negative two penalty as the other additions if cast at a group it affects one to four persons but with no penalty to the saving throws so that's kind of uh, splitting the difference between um the last yeah. two that we looked at so that's good so so what I see, especially with the like random number of targets, and I remember that random number number of targets from um, is that survives, I think, into into second edition, maybe mm-hmm. even into third. We're about to find out. Um, <laughs> it's a real hail mary of a spell because you got a bunch of enemies. I have no idea how this is going to go. Maybe mm-hmm. I get everybody. Maybe I get one dude, and they pass their save. Right. I have no idea what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just it is one of the most chaos inducing spells, right? <laughs> right. But th- there's not really a solution to it after you fail that save because that duration is an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. But also, also note it's a second level cleric spell. Mm-hmm. So you're, 
you're not a first level cleric casting no, this. I mean, no, this is a, all, this is a pretty powerful spell. No, it's it is a powerful spell. And you've got to be what about a fourth level cleric to yeah have a single second level spell? This well, set, maybe third level, maybe. Man, I can never remember. It's so confusing to me when uh, yeah it, when you don't get spells at first okay, level. Clerics, uh, yeah, maybe fourth level. Okay, a fourth level cleric has four hit dice and has two first level spells okay. and one second level spell. Yeah, yep, so, so fourth level. So yep. that's fine. Um, yeah, but I mean, whatever. Uh, uh, right, <laughs> and that's you know. You, so you're I, I guess you're going to get it over your head, and that's yeah. a great hail mary effect, right? No, right. and my I guess my point was by the time you're fourth level cleric, yeah, this would definitely be a hail mary, right? Like, like that makes total sense to me that if a fourth level cleric is casting this spell, they're like, oh hell, let's just see what happens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, or you you know really concentrate on one. If you have one humanoid who's your problem, let's pray and pray. Okay. Minus two to your save, uh, <laughs> right? And, and you know, you just never know. Um, yep. That's true for any spell that involves a save. Mm -hmm. I just think that both of the options here ha have sort of a, a desperation ploy tone to them in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, there are so few places where you see an actually random number of targets, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That is that is relatively rare. Yep. Well, let's let's move to. Uh, so that was basic. That was Moldvay Cook, BX. This is Beckme. And so Beckme, hold person, same range, same duration, effect one to four persons, but not random. It's cleric's choice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, this spell will affect any human, demi-human, or human-like creature, such as bugbears, gnolls, gnomes, hobgoblins, kobolds, lizardmen, ogres, orcs, pixies, or sprites. Same list, by the way. It will not affect undead nor creatures of five hit dice or more. Now, instead of talking about ogres and naming the actual size, it names the hit die. Yeah. Uh, the victims must make a saving throw versus spells or be paralyzed. The spell may be cast either at a single creature or at a group. If cast at a single creature, that victim must make a saving throw versus spells with a negative two penalty. That's all the same. If cast at a group, it may affect up to four creatures, but no penalties apply to the same. So, and Cleric's Choice, what the targets are. So, uh, this is also a case where the old style of saving throws where mm -hmm. you've got save versus spells, save versus uh, right. broad staff one, yeah, yeah. Dragon breath, uh, mm -hmm. death, death ray, paralysis as a separate mm -hmm. save, which mm -hmm. this doesn't use. Mm -hmm. Like it makes me absolutely <laughs> yeah. crazy uh -huh. because it, it because it feels to me like the saving throw version of uh, you know I after e except. Uh, <laughs> I before you except I proceed. Right, right. But then you get to world like science. Which yeah, is after uh, a C. Yeah, nah, nah, go to hell. <laughs> no, it's just chaos. Or just, protein, protein, where it's right. not after a C, but it is the E first. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, <laughs> it's right there. You have a right. thing for this. Use it. Damn it. And, and I get that. Okay, it's spell saves, but uh, how they decide what trumps mm -hmm. what in right uh, saving throw priority is just. Such chaos, and it drives me bananas yeah. thinking about early yeah. editions. Yeah. However, that is not the fault of this spell. It just is is 
put on display <laughs> by the spell. Well, this is a spell that highlights it because there yeah. aren't that many paralysis right. effects in Planet Right, Dance. right. Um, one's a paralyzation. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's take a look at first edition. Uh, hold person, level three. Range 12, two, two rounds per level duration, one to four persons, three segments to cast, and no saving throw. It says, similar to the second level clerical, oh, this is the wizard, uh, magic user version of it, right? Similar to the second level clerical person spell, this spell immobilizes creatures within range as a designated by the magic user. If three or four persons are attacked, their saving throws are normal. But if two are attacked, their saving throws are made at a negative one. So that's a change because it used to be if one yep. is, is attacked, it's at a negative two. Right. If only one creature is attacked, the saving throw versus the whole person spell is made at a negative three on the die. Partial negation of a whole person spell, such as would be possible by a ring of spell turning, causes the spell to function as a slow spell. Unless the saving throw is successful, creatures affected by the spell are brownies, dryads, dwarves, elves, gnolls, gnomes, goblins, half-elves, halflings, half-orcs, hobgoblins, humans, kobolds, lizardmen, nixies, orcs, pixies, sprites, and troglodytes now. That list is getting longer in every edition. (laughs) Yeah, what if we invented some kind of type that a creature could never That'll never work. (laughs) Moving on. Nah. (laughs) Um... Because <laughs> what's funny about that is because you don't have a type now, I could create as a DM some kind of creature, right? Mm-hmm. And when the players uh, encounter this creature and the magic user or cleric try to cast whole person, then I get to be the one to decide whether it affects them. Yep. And then we an argument can ensue based on how closely related to dwarves, elves, gnolls, gnomes, goblins, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, the thing seems to be because that's what's going to make the players think that this should have affected them. Yep. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, you'll note that ogres have dropped off the list. Well, ogres weren't on the other list. It was yeah, nothing. Were. It yeah, was. No, no. It was nothing. Uh, Let me see. I'm going back here. Uh, it was nothing it larger than an ogre. Uh, 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 look at the Oh, look, it is on there. Oh. Nothing yeah. larger and than an ogre that's includes the, an ogre. This is the only one that actually has the ogres on it. The other ones don't. Yeah. It's not on OD&D, which doesn't really list anything. Well, I mean, I guess that's on the charm person, but there's no ogre yeah. on the charm person. Uh, here, it doesn't list it. It's because it's is it, is it on person. the Let me see. Is it on the charm person up here? Uh, nope. Orcs, hobgoblins, gnolls, nixies, kobolds, goblins, sprites. Nope. Um, here, ogres, it's only on the basic BX Moldvay rules. Um, it's also on Beckme. There it is right there on Beckme. Yep. Ogres. Uh, first edition magic user version. Uh, ogre is not on there. I'm, I'm just going to look for the cleric real quick. Level two cleric. So, so um, different duration scaling. Yep. Yep, different duration. Four rounds plus one round per level. One to three creatures this time, not so one to a, four. As opposed to being two rounds per level. Right. Mm-hmm. Just sort of just tinkering with it, make it a little yep. bit different. Yep. Uh, spell holds immobile and freezes in place. Freezes in places from one to three humanoids, humans or humanoid creatures. See below. For five or more melee rounds, the level of the cleric casting the whole person spell dictates the length of time the effect will last. The basic duration is five rounds at first level, six at second, seven at third, etc. If the spell is cast at three persons, each, have to scroll up here, each 
gets a saving throw at the normal score. If only two persons are being in source inspelled, each uh, makes their saving throw at negative one. If it's cast at one person, it's at negative two persons making their saving throw so that they have a harder time saving against the, the wizard, the magic user version. Um, persons making their saving throws are totally unaffected by the spell. Creatures affected by the spell are, all right, brownies, dryads, Dwarves, elves, gnomes, gnolls, goblins, half-elves, halflings, half-orcs, hobgoblins, humans, kobolds, lizardmen, nixies, orcs, pixies, sprites, and tri- same but no ogres, just like uh, not in the magic user list. The spellcaster needs a small straight piece of iron as the material component. So, slightly different, actually. Different saving throw effects, yep. uh, different duration, and... Um, yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. Uh, all, different level of the spell, of course, but that's okay. Um, yeah, interesting. Okay, so let's take a look at second second edition. Right here's second edition. Hold person, uh, charm sphere, uh, 120 yard range, two rounds per level. Area of effect one d four persons. Now we're back to the uh, random number in a 20 foot cube. Casting time five, saving throw negative. Uh, the spell holds 1d4 humans, demi-humans, or humanoid creatures rigidly immobile and in place for a minimum of six rounds. It lasts two rounds per caster level, and the priest must be of at least third level to cast the spell. The whole person spell affects any bipedal human, demi-human, or humanoid of man size or smaller, including brownies, dryads, dwarves, elves, gnomes, gnome, gnolls, gnomes, goblins, half-elves. Half- okay, here's the reason why ogre isn't on that list because it's man size or smaller again right um a 10th level fighter could be held while an ogre could not they even use ogre as the example uh the effect is centered on a point selected by the caster and it affects persons selected by the caster within the area of effect if the spell is cast at three the normal saving throw if it's at two it's negative one if it's at one it's negative two saving throws are adjusted for wisdom those who succeed on their saves are totally unaffected by the spell undead creatures can't be held held creatures cannot move or speak but they remain aware of events around them and so now this is where the all the extra stuff is right they cannot move or speak they remain aware of events around them they can use abilities not requiring motion or speech being held does not prevent the worsening of the subject's condition due to wounds disease or poison the priest casting the hold person spell can end the spell with a single utterance at any time otherwise the duration of six rounds is six rounds at third level eight at fourth etc the spellcaster needs a small straight piece of iron as the material component okay so a little bit more explanation on Yep. What a held creature can and cannot do. Uh, also, now you get a modification to your saving throw from wisdom. That's new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you definitely didn't get that in previous editions because they were not uh, they weren't necessarily affected by stats. Yep. Interesting. All right, on to third third edition here. Hold person. This is a 3.5 uh, player's handbook again. Uh, enchantment, compulsion, mind affecting. Bard 2, cleric 2, sorcerer, wizard 3. One standard action, 100 foot by 10, f- uh, sorry, 100 foot plus 10 foot per level range. At target is one, not one to four. Duration is one round per level. Uh, will saving throw negates. 
and spell resistance applies. Okay, the subject becomes paralyzed and freezes in place. It is aware and breathes normally, but cannot take any actions, even speech. Each round on its turn, the subject may attempt a new saving throw to end the effect. This is a full round action that does not provoke attacks of opportunity. A winged creature who is paralyzed cannot flap its wings and falls. A swimmer cannot swim and may drown. The arcane focus is a small straight piece of iron. There's also Mass Hold Person, which is a 7th level sorcerer wizard spell, which one or more humanoid creatures, uh, no two of which can be more than 30 feet apart, uh, are are held. It, it functions exactly the same, except with a different target number. Uh, so there, there's, so I, I remember that there was a big change in this version from the 3.0, and so I had to look that up. Mm-hmm. For the most part, we can get away with skipping looking at 3.0, but boy, does it matter here, because this grants a new saving throw at the end of each of the target's yep. turns, and that is not true in 3.0. Really? Wow. 3.0 okay. is the addition where they realized what a problem that could be. Right? <laughs> yeah. because because this makes the target fully helpless mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. it's just whole person could right yep there's yep there's no it it's a an extremely early but very pure save or die spell mm-hmm. in that context of i can just keep kudigraing them till Right. They fail. And the cruelty of that is they are aware and know exactly oh, what's yeah. happening. Oh, like yeah, that awful. is a horrible, like that's torture. That that is something that would, in my game, change your alignment. You know, fair enough. Um I don't think my players did a lot of it. Um but yeah, like they when three point five came along, um, they started to implement some of the and maybe you can make more saves against this and break out. That'd be better, right? That'd be better. Um, just it's more fun because players are going to have this spell thrown at them. Um, 3 and 3-5 are very, very mm-hmm. much about you fighting uh, people who use your same tactics back at you. And um, whole person is right up there. Right. Okay, so let's move on to the uh, madness that is fourth edition, uh, and that madness is found in Gardmore Abbey in fourth edition. <laughs> yes, it is. That is true. Uh, let's talk about hold person for a minute in fourth edition. There isn't one, but that's because movement effects are so integral to so many different types of powers and abilities so for example what you have on the screen in front of you if you well if you're watching if you're watching this here's what you have here's what i'm showing to brandis what i'm showing is the spell called mesmeric hold which is a level 13 wizard power it's a wizard spell it's a it's an encounter power which means you can cast it once per encounter you immobilize your foes by commanding them to remain still it has a range of 10 squares it targets one two or three creatures uh you make an attack one attack roll per target and uh if you only target one you get a plus four bonus to your attack so that's very similar to that's like a holdback from like previous you know that sounds like hold person right yep. um 
rather than them getting a, a, a something affecting their save, you get something affecting how well you can actually cast the spell at them. Uh, this actually does damage, though, 2d6 and plus intelligence modifier psychic damage, and they're immobilized until the end of your next turn. And the reason that's the case is the same kind of thing where when we talked about fairy fire, right, and we talked about how it does damage because you can't really, in 4th edition, it was very difficult to make a spell like that have a huge long duration if you want it to be effective in combat because you could have made a fairy fire i should have probably said this in the fairy fire episode but you could have made a fairy fire uh ritual right that doesn't do damage but how useful is that going to be when you really want to use it in combat and you can't make a fairy fire combat spell without making it do damage or else it won't be useful at all because you can't make it have a really big duration. And that's the same kind of problem that you have with something like hold person. Right. Let me give you another example. So that was mesmeric uh, hold, which is a level 13. I just kind of randomly selected it. Um, there's also one a few pages later. It is called legions hold. So legions hold is a level 29 wizard power. So now you're, you know, 15 levels later or whatever. Uh And it says, your eyes darken, becoming black orbs as you command your enemies to stop in their tracks. This is a daily spell. Each enemy in your burst, it's a close burst 20. That is a huge number of squares. Okay, it's a huge area, right? I mean, describing this as power word stun. Right. The fourth edition is not wrong. Right. So you you make an attack roll. It does 2d10 plus intelligence modifier psychic damage, and the targets are stunned and If you miss, you do half damage and they're dazed. Stunned and dazed are both really powerful effects in 4th edition. They basically aren't doing anything, right? Which is very similar to hold person. Let me give you another example. In Player's Handbook 3, there is a scion attack, uh, a scion attack power called Force Grasp, right? You grasp your foe with a hand of shimmering force, slowing it. You can hold the foe in place if you infuse the hand with enough power, because scions can use uh, psionic points, whatever. Um, It does a little bit of damage, and the target is slowed. Uh, If you augment it with some points, you can now do more than one creature. If you augment it again uh, with a different point, with another point, you can immobilize them until the next right so again you're holding something right and there's lots of different examples of this uh there is another one here um this is actually word of binding is a level one spell right so this is a, a rune priest attack it's uh you tap your foe with the weapon and draw on the rune of binding divine power coils around the foe holding it in place so you make an attack right and the target is uh immobilized it doesn't do very much damage because it's only level one but they are immobilized till the end of your next turn so again it's another holding power the reason i'm giving you all these examples is because to to sort of show you and those are from three different classes that i showed you and and all of them were all different level powers because movement in 4th edition was so integral to the way that the system worked that having powers that would allow you to immobilize or slow or daze or stun an opponent is very powerful and usually relatively short-lived, hopefully, most of the time, yeah. right? Um, but it had to be short-lived because otherwise you it would just it, – it's like it's – you know, it's a wind button, right? And I mean, the, the it, point of fourth edition it, it, wasn't to have wind buttons. Right. Even places where you see stunned save ends, mm-hmm. uh, th- those are, uh, that's a good way to lose friends, mm-hmm. whether it's players doing it to, to <laughs> right. Uh, right. bosses and bosses spending whatever horrible thing they have to clear it, or, you know, NPCs doing it to PCs and, yep, you're just stunned. 
again. Right. But stun save ends. You're just sitting here. Yep. Because you don't make saves in 4th edition. Unless somebody gives you the ability to make a save early, you don't make saves until the end of your turn. Right. So you're only getting one chance at the end of each of your turns. Right. And it's probably going to be, you know, a, a, a DC 10 over under check with mm-hmm. no modifiers other than powers that your friends are using on you to give you bonuses. In other words, 55% chance of succeeding every yeah. time, right? But yeah. you don't make it till the end of your turn. So it affects you. Uh, the creature hits you when it gets to your turn. You don't get to do anything except save. And you take ongoing damage and whatnot if you've got – there's other things happening. But you don't get to make any actions is what I'm saying. And then you make your – try to make your save. And if you fail it, that means you're going to go another whole turn yep. without being able to – unless somebody gives you – somebody uses a power that, that gives you – they use an ability that gives you an extra save. Then you can make the save. And then you're – then you've saved by the beginning of your next turn. But right. in general, you don't get to do that. Like that has to be a special thing somebody does for you. Right. And, you know um... – as we see the the edition sort of mature, uh, I think that as players build their their leader characters in particular, uh, it becomes it, it feels more and more mandatory to have some of those uh, granted extra save right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Let let your friend out of the horrible thing early. Right. Kind of kind of powers. Yeah. And they become a big part of uh, sort of the, the the dynamic. Sure. Sure. And my, and, uh, and, you know, my only, my only point is that it was very difficult for them to make a single hold person spell yeah. Yeah, yeah. in fourth edition. I, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Um, well, and also because it would have to be a daily. Well, right. you look at the wizard fifth level dailies, which is the level where they should be getting a hold person kind of. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, they have web. You don't really need both web and a hold person. Come on. Right. You know, yeah. so, so it would be redundant with this spell that is maybe a little more iconic to them uh, because it has a visual effect. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, and it's easier to imagine some other knock on effects with web again because it has a visual effect. Mm-hmm. Well, and let's look at the, the level five daily spells that are available to a wizard in the PHB one uh, Big B's yeah. Icy Grasp. Fireball, stinking cloud, and web, right? Right. <laughs> That's those are some heavy hitters, right? For, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, big bees, icy grasp. You know, you know what? That's a that one sounds like a lot of fun just to to have. Uh, mm-hmm. It having a sustained minor does a lot to make it right. Probably more fun than fireball a lot of the right. time. Right. And the thing is, you could make, say, uh, a wizard level three encounter spell, right? Yeah. That is something like hold person, but it's going to have such a limited duration that it's not going to feel like a very good encounter spell. Yeah. Right. So they didn't. So they chose not to do that. Right. So that makes sense. And again, as you said, you know, the the fifth level daily spells, well, you know, you're not going to want something that's basic old person in place of one of those right so because web yeah it's much better so yeah i mean i'm I'm just pointing out that it's not because they decided hold person isn't a valuable spell or isn't worth making for fourth edition it's that they made it and made it and made it and made it i mean there's i, I only showed you like four examples there's at least one example in every class in every tier 
that does some kind of a hold ability on that that immobilizes or or stuns or date right like so they a, a single hold person spell in fourth edition would have been really boring and totally outclassed by pretty much everything else yep yeah i think that no one really misses hold person qual hold person uh in fourth it's fine right yeah. Whereas in third, I mean, that's a big contrast to third. So you want to talk about differences between editions. Like this is a major one that kind of shows up, right? Because hold person as a spell in third edition and 3.5 still has a very sort of more traditional version of the spell. But, I mean, and it sort of hits its most save or die moment here, but thinking back, um, Spells like Hold Person and Stinking Cloud show up in some of the uh, gold box video games from SSI um, right. where they're serious business save or die. Mm-hmm. And you wind up going up against stuff that's hard enough that just, I, I guess I'm throwing some save or die effects and hoping. Right? They're all long shots, but once something gets through, my next hit's a kill. Yep. Okay, go. Yep. Yep. All right, let's look at fifth edition real quick. Yeah, yeah. It is a concentration spell. It says second level, casting time one action, range 60 feet, durations one minute, concentration, enchantment school, wisdom save, damage uh, damage or effect is to be paralyzed. Choose a humanoid that you can see within range. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. At the end of each of its turn, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. On a success, the spell ends. At higher levels, when you cast this spell using a spot of a slot, a spell slot of third level or higher, you can target one additional humanoid for each slot above second. The humanoids must be within 30 feet of each other when you target them. And just to remind you all, a paralyzed creature uh, in 5th edition is incapacitated, cannot move or speak. They automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against them have advantage. And any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within 5 feet. So any melee attack you make against a paralyzed creature is a critical hit. I mean, the whole person is an absolutely incredible uh, control spell. Mm -hmm. No two ways about it in 5th edition. Um, The only issue with it is that like you really kind of want to upcast it and target multiple people to make sure that something sticks mm-hmm. um, because of bounded accuracy on applying to saving throws. Uh, you're not going to get your saving throw to the point where success is guaranteed. Um, and so you, you sort of need to think about it in terms of if I'm casting it with a second level slot, uh, you know, it's going to pass or fail. It's not a 50-50 chance, but depending on how hot or cold the GM's dice are, it certainly might feel like it. Right. right. <laughs> um, because you don't control it anymore after that point. Uh, likewise, at third level, at third level, you might think of it as, I've got a pretty good chance for one of these to work. Right. Right. Yep. But I'm unlikely to get both. Could happen, unlikely. Um, and so as with a lot of the really strong control spells, they have no effect on a successful save. Right. Um, yep. And, and so just use this with that in mind, like you're getting all of what you want or none of what you want. If you cast on a single target <laughs> or uh, maybe you, maybe you split it 50, 50 on multiple targets. Um, 
that just is a it's a consideration as compared to the many many spells that deal some damage and a a less absolute condition than paralyzed right right Um, they do something bad to the target probably something where you get advantage to hit the target in a lot of cases but uh it isn't nearly as all or nothing if they succeed their save you're going to do half damage and no additional effect well since you have no real control over how their saves go maybe you want to make sure you get something uh, and so that winds up being part of the argument in favor of uh some of the you know damage and lesser condition spells right right Any final thoughts? Uh, so once it is clear what kind of uh, control spell hold person wants to be, uh, it's a pretty pretty clear through line. Um, it's interesting to me how up until 3.5, well, uh, up through 3.5, it is consistently lower level for clerics than it is for wizards and magic users. Uh, I'm sort of curious as to what the what the rationale was. And that's that, that's very consistent up through uh, 3.5, and it's only in fifth edition where they don't like a spell to have multiple levels, right? Yeah, they want it to just always be a, a particular spell level. Yeah, interesting. I, I find the most interesting thing is the the sort of provenance of it of of being this oh well it's similar to charm person in that you're you're actually like like the sentence similar to charm person what does that mean does that mean that it is a mind altering effect it's just that in charm person it makes the person fall under the influence of the caster but in hold person it makes the affected target of the spell sort of lose the ability to control their body right right it, it's you know uh, i have a you know, mental hold or shackle on you. right right which is very interesting <laughs> and, and you know that theme doesn't really continue except that it's going to be a save influenced by wisdom in uh in second ed it's going mm-hmm. to target will in uh in third ed it's going to target wisdom in fifth mm-hmm the the interesting thing to me is just the the idea of making it a men, you're basically mentally influencing this person so that they no longer desire to move and have control over their muscles so they are effectively paralyzed but it's because of a mental lock that you've placed on them versus hold person in a more tradition um, I guess not in, in the later edition sense is more of a physical, the magic is wrapping around you and holding you in place. It's not a mental thing. Right. Which is a very, it's very, I, I just think that's the most interesting thing. I, uh, because as I said at the beginning, right. I don't think I could, I, I don't think a single person I know that has only played, um, you know, later, later editions would say, oh yeah, a whole person is like charm, except Except it has a physical manifestation instead of a, 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 a attitudinal manifestation, right? 
instead of a disposition change it's a it's a movement change like i i i think that's just so interesting to me because i had i never really thought about it very much uh, in those terms until I read this, a spell similar to charm person. I thought, what? That is a really interesting way of saying that. So, so that's all, that's all my final thoughts. I don't really have anything else. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm set. Um, you know, one of the most iconic crowd control spells of D and D to me. Yeah. Um, for, for when, when I say crowd control, uh, not actually controlling a crowd necessarily. Uh, that's a that's an MMO term for uh, stopping one person, right? Uh, so that you can deal with their buddies and come right. back to them. Yes, you are controlling the crowd. You're just doing it by specific specifically affecting individuals. Yeah, one member at a time. Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think this is going to bring us to the end of the episode. Awesome. Where can people find you on the internet? There used to be a site called Twitter. I'm not really there anymore. Uh, you can find me on Blue Sky at brandisstoddard.bsky.social. I also write for tribality.com. My personal blog is brandisstoddard.com. And my Patreon is brandisstoddard. How about you, Sam? I am on the internets at rpgmusings.com. I am also on Twitter at dmsamuel. I'm also on Blue Sky at DM Samuel. Same same one as you, I think. I'm also on Mastodon at DM. Look, just search DM Samuel. 